Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay. This week I'm talking about not judging a book by its cover or kind of like a buyer beware. Because what we see, especially on the internet, isn't always what it looks like. I don't want to see you get burnt. Hey guys, so like I said, this week I'm going to talk about not judging a book by its cover and uh, buyer beware. And I'll figure out what I'm going to title this as we go through. Um, basically, uh, I mean, I've seen and heard the, the comment that, I mean, just because a guy has visible, visible abs doesn't mean he knows what he's talking about in the gym. And, and this can go for anything. We hear the term influencer a lot. There are lots of influencers on the internet. Um, if you want to follow an interesting uh, page, it's uh, on Instagram. It's in- Influencers in the Wild, where you see a lot of these people acting really goofy out in public. So going with that comment, um, the first one I made is just because a guy has visible abs in the gym doesn't necessarily mean he knows what he's talking about. I know a couple trainers locally. I mean, one is your, I mean, ripped trainer, visible abs, and I'm not saying he doesn't know what he's talking about, but then another trainer is, I mean, big guy, a little bit of belly, a little bulkier, and not to say he does or doesn't know what he's talking about. But you can't always go with that. Um, I did photography years ago and uh, and still do it uh, a bit now, um, but I did have a business and I had a, a small studio set up. What is now my home gym was my photo studio. And uh, I worked with a lot of, I mean, I'm going to use the term loosely, but a lot of local models that were trying to build their po- portfolio. And I worked with a ton of them that would come here and see my setup. And they're like, wow, all your photos come from this place. And I'm like, yep, this is where they're done. And uh, other people would not work with me because I didn't have a studio. So they judged me simply because I didn't have a fancy studio. Because I didn't have an extra $1,500 a month to rent a storefront and have my same professional lighting and my same professional camera in another fancy building, they judged me. I'd use the example, okay, so if you went to hire a plumber and he didn't have a fancy shop and a fancy garage and a fancy van and he worked out of his house and just drove there in his pickup truck, are you just going to let the crap go across your bathroom floor and not get it fixed simply because he didn't have a fancy shop? So we can't judge people simply by what it looks like, especially on the internet. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I mean, as far as personal training goes, I've been doing it a couple of years. Uh, I'm two years into it, roughly. Uh, I coached for well over 20 years, and I coached high school soccer. I coached high school baseball. I had athletes that I trained in the gym for those seasons. We had a weight room, and I'd work with them there, and they've built muscle, and they leaned out, and they got stronger, and they got faster. I have experience, and and there are many people that have experience and have knowledge but don't necessarily have a certificate, and there's a lot of people that will have a certificate and can take a test and don't necessarily know the information. They don't know how to apply it. So you have to be cautious when you're going to hire something, someone for anything. I mean, I know many cases where, again, going back to the photography, where I mean, these people would work with photographers who were the quote-unquote professionals and had the fancy studio and the fancy and equipment 
and they would go there and they made them uncomfortable and they didn't like the final product and but because they were the one that were were published and the name was known they felt ooh that's the better choice and we have to look also at how we connect with people there's going to be many times where you can be very coachable and very eager to learn or get better and the coach or the trainer or the teacher instructor can be very knowledgeable very good at what they're doing yet the two of you don't mesh you just don't work well together and there's nothing wrong with that and I, I say it all the time in any relationship it's not good or bad or right or wrong sometimes we're just not compatible but always do your research on different people again I'm, I'm the first to uh, to tell you that I don't have 10 15 20 years of personal training experience I do have I mean, 20 plus years I mean we're pushing 25 years now of coaching experience where I have coached in the mental game. I just actually picked up my uh, new business cards today, and it says certified personal trainer on there, which is true, legitimate. I have my certification. My certificate's on the wall right next to me here. Uh, it says USA Archery, level three coach. I'm a level three coach. I traveled down to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, to the Lancaster Academy, and got trained by two level four coaches down there and, and earned that. Uh, mental management. I had to do that for my level three. And so these are all things I have. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm the best level three coach out there. I mean, there's another level three coach who might have the ability to go level four. I mean, I've had a lot of people ask me, when are you going to get your level four? And right now, I'm, I'm not sure about that. At some point, yeah, I'll do my level four. Level four is a big commitment. It means I'm flying out to Chula Vista near San Diego to the Olympic Training Center and spending a week out there. And yeah, I, I know I'd love to do it. I just have to see I mean, when when I'm ready. And when I'm ready financially, when I'm ready I mean, physically in my coaching as far as archery. Uh, but even with that, um, I asked I mean, my coach, Roxanne, when I was a level two, I asked her, hey, Roxanne, do you think I'm ready for the level three? If you uh, Be honest with me, if you think I should wait another year, I mean, let me know, and I'll take that, and I'll work under my level two for another year. She said, no, go for it. So there's a pride thing where sometimes we all have pride. I'm not going to go with ego. There are people that have egos, but we all have pride, and we all want to be, I mean, I don't know if the best is the right word, but we always want to be good enough and always improve and always get better, and we keep moving forward. It's one of those things that I say in a lot of my videos on Instagram. One of the last things I say is, I mean, let's hit our goals. Let's keep moving forward. We always want to make, move forward. And with that said, sometimes you need to rock back to go forward. I mean, we see it all the time uh, with archery. I mean, the only way to get the arrow to fly forward is to pull the string back. So there are times when we do need to take that step back. But when you're, again, when we're looking around, I mean, I know a lot of these influencers and I see a lot of times people will jump on them. I mean, there's even within the fitness and health ways, there's there's right and wrong ways. And there's also different ways. Okay, there's technically no wrong way to lose weight. Okay, if you eat in a calorie deficit and you go and run three miles every day, you're going to lose weight. It's not the wrong way to do it. It's a different way to do it. It's not the most effective way long term to do it you will actually lose weight quicker than the way i'm going to train you or i'm going to 
have you build muscle and build strength and build your metabolism, you will see better, you'll, excuse me, you'll see faster results if we cut your calories and we have you run every day. But it's not necessarily, it's not sustainable. And I've personally done it. I've done that before where I was, I mean, the cardio guy, where the first time I lost 25 pounds, I had gotten my, one of my first gym memberships, Planet Fitness. Uh, my wife was working about 45 minutes away. Um, I would drive to the gym after work. I'd hop on the elliptical. I would do 45 minutes on the elliptical. I'd go home, and I watched what I eat based on calories. I wasn't necessarily watching the content, although I didn't eat as much junk food and stuff, but it was just strictly calorie counting and 45 minutes, and I lost 25 pounds. I stopped doing that and gained all of it plus 10% back. And if you do it based on cardio, that is going to happen. But you'll see a lot of cases where you will see the influencer or even in some cases some trainers that will push the cardio and they'll burp you to death and make you do lots of jumping jacks and jumps up and down and jump squats for 10 minutes at a time and just faster, faster, more, 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 faster, faster. And I mean, burpee till you puke. Not the way to do it. You should not be beat up when you get out of your workout. You should feel better after your workout. Now, of course, there's always going to be a little bit of soreness and a little bit of fatigue, and you're going to be tired. You just did a workout. I mean, I don't expect you to not have raised your heart rate and done anything, but you're not going to, you shouldn't feel beat up. But there's a lot of times where, in some cases, the salesman sells you on it more than the trainer. And it's the same person. But the trainer might know that, you know what, we're going to do strict strength training because in the long run, this is going to be better. But the salesman knows that if they run you and beat you up with cardio, you're going to see results quicker. And that's the way they keep you coming back. Oh, I'm seeing results. Keep coming back. Keep coming back. And then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, life gets in the way. You can't come anymore. It's going to all come back. I use the analogy of everyone walks into the gym as a four-cylinder engine. If we start lifting weights, building muscle, fueling our body, we turn our four-cylinder engine into a six-cylinder engine. Okay, so now your body needs more fuel. It's burning more fuel. It's getting stronger. It's getting faster. Where if you go the other way and you're strictly doing the cardio, you're taking that four-cylinder engine and you're turning it into a hybrid. So now you're eating food, but your body wants to be very efficient with the calories and it's just going to hold on to them and not burn them and then when you wonder why you're not losing weight as fast or, or when you stop you turn your body into that hybrid so now it's just going to store it it's just going to store it and it's going to store it and then it's going to build up and you're going to put weight on so anytime you look whether it be someone on instagram a website that you find make sure you do your research um, talk with someone. Um, I've heard this many times about counseling. I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I always like to learn. And someone said, like, just because you go to a, a counselor or a therapist for the first time doesn't mean you're locked into going to them for three, four, five sessions in a row or three months in a row. You go to one counselor, therapist, you see how the session goes, go to another one, see how the session goes, go to a third one, see how the session goes. And then you say, you know what? This is the one I like the best. And you can do that with a personal trainer sit down, go through a workout with them, see how it feels, how the workout feels, talk about your goals, talk about their style or technique and what they expect from you and what you expect from them and you see what works best. 
I mean, there might be people out there that I mean, love to jump up and down and, and just walk out of the gym sweaty and they base that on whether it's efficient or not, which isn't the case. I mean, just because you sweat, it just means your body was overheating. And and there's many people, and I have a friend that I work out with that, I mean, sweats in an instant. Walking into the gym, the humidity alone, drenched. And I could work out lifting weights. I don't sweat at all. If I do cardio, I tend to sweat more. And that is the case. I mean, obviously, we raise our heart rate and keep it sustained for the most part. You will sweat a little more. But don't always go by judging the book on its cover. Archery-wise, I know people out there that, based on what they look like, they have a million followers. And we've all heard the phrase, sex sells. So if you get the hot five foot nine blue eyed blonde with the great body shooting a bow, she's going to have thousands and thousands of followers. Yet from a coaching standpoint, I might look at her and she has absolutely no form and her technique is awful, but she's got followers. Same thing, guy, you get the big ripped guy, the the good looking guy, same thing. And the guy with the abs has a million followers. The guy given the nice solid content doesn't have much. And you you have to you have to go by your research. Always do some research on what you're looking at, what you're looking to sell. I mean, going back to the photography, I would have people that would come to me, and with just like anything, there's specialties. So I was a photographer. I was not a quote unquote wedding photographer. There are photographers out there that are strictly commercial photographers, strictly wedding photographers, strictly portrait photographers. I preferred more of the portrait stuff. I've done I mean, a dozen or so weddings, and usually it was the friend of a friend type of thing. And I tried to avoid it. Great money. You, you won't do better than doing wedding photography, but the workload on it, the stress on it. I mean, if I mess up a portrait shoot, I mean, I take the shot again. You mess up a wedding, you're an SOL and it's not going to go well. Um, So I would have many times I'd have someone come over. I'd explain. I mean, the biggest thing with me, I would charge a little less just because I knew my turnaround time was, was longer. And I would tell them where that wedding photographer would take the pictures. And I'm going back to the film days where it took a little longer. A wedding photographer would take that wedding on Friday, take another wedding on Saturday, maybe take Sunday off, do their editing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, have your book to you in three or four weeks. Now, I would take that wedding on a Friday or Saturday and maybe take Sunday off, and then I'd go work my full-time job, and then I'd go coach high school sports, and here and there I would do my editing a couple hours here, a couple hours there, and I'd tell you, hey, I'm going to get the book to you, but it's going to be eight to 12 weeks. And often I would get the case of, yeah, we're going to go with the other guy. He can get me the book a little quicker. Other times I'd get, nope, we like your work. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn, I really didn't want that job. And like, again, good money. And it, it was worth it from a financial standpoint, but it was a lot of work. My finished product was just as good as the next guy. I have no doubt about that. When you saw my album, you saw my photos, my portraits, my work was just as good as the next guy, but I couldn't produce at the speed and at the rate and as the other guy because that's what they did for a living. So take that for example. I'd have my photography page and you're looking at it, you're looking at the next guy and you're thinking, ooh, this is a wedding photographer. He's going to do it like this. It's going to be done three to four weeks. But no, that's not what I could offer. Same thing when you look at that trainer or that instructor or that archery person who's 
out on Instagram or out on Facebook and there you're going to get the flashy cover. It looks good. Make sure you read the whole book so you know what's going on and find out, okay, what, what kind of training? And again, let's go with that. Um, sometimes life experience is better than formal training. I mean, there can be someone that's done something all their life and they're just as good as someone who's only done it for two or three years but got schooled training. I mean, a few of the, the best guitar players I've ever played with and for my old band, um, which on the uh, the old short back and forths that I were doing, if you go back there, you'll hear an intro. That's my old band. I'm playing bass in there. Um, my friend who played guitar, she's an amazing guitar player. Actually went to Berkeley College of Music for a year. Um, was taught at a local store. Um, so she's a, a skilled, knowledgeable, educated musician playing guitar. My uncle, on the other hand, is for the most part self-taught. Probably took some lessons as a kid and just over the years taught himself how to play different styles. And Linda's an amazing electric guitar player, plays like Steve Ray Vaughan and rock guitar. And she can play acoustic and would play stuff like that, but more electric and rock, rock guitar playing, where my uncle is more of the James Taylor, Cat Stevens, and John Prime type of stuff. And again, amazing guitar player. So if we looked at their cover stories and we said, okay, educated, Berkeley College of Music, and then we look at, okay, he's pretty much self-taught, which one are you going to go with? They both have even skill levels. I, I would put them at even skill levels, but different styles. And then we can go to the flip side. I mean, I know people within the state that have, I mean, archery certifications where, I mean, I'm going to use Butch Johnson. He's a he's an Olympic gold medalist, works out of the shop uh, that we go to. He's technically not a certified coach, but he does private lessons. Are you not going to get lessons from an Olympic gold medalist? He obviously knows what he's doing. Where me, as a level three, I mean, I have a certification higher than he does. I'm going to sit here and tell you, no, if you have the opportunity to take a lesson with the gold medalist, that's the guy you go to. So just because someone has that paperwork doesn't mean they're the better option and so always look beyond the cover and that's why i said buyer beware i mean if you simply looked and you didn't know who butch was and you looked at i mean okay guy shoots a bow and this guy's got a level three certification and you didn't obviously didn't mention the medal you're gonna book with me just because i mean i have so again you can't just judge by the paperwork, you have to look at what someone can do. And again, compatibility is a big thing. You can have an amazing an, an amazing guitar player and an amazing bass player. They just don't work together. They're not going to have a, a successful band. Same thing with teacher versus student. And we had the situation um, with my son. I mean, from first grade to second grade, there was a second grade teacher who was very outgoing, very energetic. And my son, ADHD, were like, we told the principal, hey, can you put him put him in this guy's class? Um, I think this is going to be great. And second grade was tough. They just clashed. They butted heads. It was like almost too much energy between the two of them. They just did not work at no fault to either of them. It just was not a good fit. And, and we're all going to make mistakes. You're going to hire someone that, nope, this just doesn't work for me. So always look beyond the cover 
get information again buyer beware and social media and sex sells and the the pretty girl the the hot guy they're gonna get the followers so don't look at a at a Instagram account or a Facebook account and say, ooh, this one's got 5,000 followers. This one has 375 followers. The 5,000 one must be better. And it's not always the case. And you have to look beyond that and make phone calls, um, actually talk. Um, It's a tough thing for me. I'm 46 years old. I remember the days of dial-up internet. I remember the days when the internet didn't exist. I remember the days when our phone was stuck to the wall with a cord. We actually made phone calls. We actually talked to people. That's another thing. Don't have your your deciding discussion done over email or text. Actually talk. You hear the personality of the person. You hear the energy level of the person. And it's a much better way of determining whether this is the right person for you. This is who's going to fit with you. This is who's going to work with you. Um, we all lose something in, in a text or a written document, um, whether it be email, text, just reading something on their web page. If you're cranky that day and they wrote it in the happiest mood, you're going to read it cranky. If they were cranky that day and you were happy, you're going to read it happy. So we're always going to lose something with written. So try to actually have a phone call. Personally, I like to do video calls nowadays. We have the capabilities. I was literally just on uh, a call with a, uh, a virtual personal training client that um, I'm working with her. We've made three video calls together, um, working on her her routine, what she's going to do, her workouts. And it's great to have that connection. So try to connect. Try to actually talk with someone that you're looking to hire. Again, this is an Obviously, I'm talking in the coaching, personal training thing, but this can be and across the board. You need to make sure. I mean, obviously, you don't need to have a relationship with your plumber, but don't, again, don't judge your plumber because he doesn't have a big fancy shop and he works out of his basement. And that guy is probably one of the best in, in the area. And make sure you you look into that, get their feedback, and, uh, and hire them. Um, and I hope this was some good information for you guys. Again, we've always heard that buyer beware phrase and don't judge a book by its cover. And nowadays with social media, we really need to do that even more diligently um, because what's out there, especially when there's the influencers versus the legitimate coaches, make sure you're getting the information that's going to help you hit your goals, keep moving forward and be successful. Hope you guys enjoyed the show and I'll see you next week. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset. And also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.